Um, hi, and welcome everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I've just thoroughly enjoyed the last 20 minutes of conversation. If you, if you join at 1030, which I often am um, uh, guilty of doing, um, you're missing out on this. It's, it's this wonderful community feel like we would have if we were in person. So I really encourage that joining a bit earlier. But my name is Angela Clark, and I'm a board member with the Center for Spiritual Living in White Rock. And as you all know, we're an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in Metro Vancouver, Lower Mainland, British Columbia, Canada. We created sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of universal truth and spirit. So wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place for you here. And I'm struggling right now because I realized it's two weeks to Christmas and I don't even have a turkey yet. And I'm just hoping that there's, pardon me for the vegans out there, but I hope there's some left over. But as we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Semiamu, Kwatlin, and Katsi First Nations, who continue to live on these lands and to care for them along with the waters and all above and all below. Now, before I introduce our incredible musician today, I'm so excited, I wanted to acknowledge the town hall meeting that was held a few weeks ago and to thank you all who attended and contributed. This community is built on collaboration and we all have a part in determining how we will continue to grow and thrive. And we wanted to let you know that your leadership team, including the board members and our wonderful practitioners are putting their collective hearts and minds together to ensure this community is as vibrant as it can be. And we value and respect your input and suggestions. We appreciate your patience and we know that together we will do great things. 2022 will be a very special year at CSL White Rock. Now, without further ado, to get our morning started off beautifully, I am so excited to introduce Theta Phoenix. Theta is a sacred sound channel, intuitive singer, songwriter, and recording artist whose angelic voice, intuitive shamanic music, and soul-inspiring lyrics touch people. They've touched me many, many times. She leads sound healing events through using her, by using her powerful voice along with her crystal singing bowls. Ladies and gentlemen, Theta Phoenix. Thank you so much. I invite you to take a deep breath into your heart.
We have a trifecta today. We had that beautiful prayer and meditation from Jill. Uh, Theta, that was transportative, if that's even a word. And now um, I'm so delighted to welcome back Rev Champion Fleming. As our Minister of Organizational Development, Rev Champion has now been in our community for over a year. Goodness me, so much has changed in a year. We're so pleased to have Reverend Champion with their extensive experience working with national nonprofits and labor unions committed to anti-racist strategies that lead to cultural and political change. They've also worked on LGBTQIA issues, AIDS awareness, poverty and racism for decades. We're so, so honored to have Rev Champion. Over to you. Thank you, thank you so much. It's beautiful to be here today. I'm grateful to be uh, zooming in from Bloomington, Indiana, which is the indigenous homeland of the Mayamaki, Lenape, Potawatomic, and Sawanwa people, past, present, and future caretakers of this land. Uh, my talk today uh, was called The Joy of Becoming. <laughs> 
Um, and as some of you may know, I tested positive for COVID-19 uh, in early December, just over a week ago. I was double vaxxed and boosted. And there I was in the middle of a holiday. Uh, we were celebrating Hanukkah and I became, <laughs> what I was saying was a positive with Omicronica in the middle of Hanukkah. And so it was really unexpected, very challenging, really disruptive to me and to the people I was with and the people I had visited. Not only was I positive, but I had exposed myself, um, my, my status to my dear friends um, and had possibly passed the virus to them. And so it, it gave me great pause and had me deeply considering my life, the idea of my humanity and my divinity and how those two things merge and weave as the expression of who I am. And then and now and still it has me reaching and resilient into my beingness, into my faith, into this tradition of science of mind and what I know, what I have learned about who I am and who I'm becoming. Am I the positive test result or am I divine? Am I sickness or am I a sacred expression of spirit? Am I all of the above? And I wanna really connect to you through this challenge, through this moment, because bringing it forward while vulnerable um, and often taught to us in ministerial school that we should bring the message and not the mess I want to bring forward the reality that sometimes life happens in a way that it shakes us and it brings us to our knees. And what do we do in this moment when we're at a crossroads of believing and faith, of seeing the appearances and knowing the truth of how, who we are? And so truthfully becoming through joy is not really the energy that I, that I was bringing today, but arriving early and spending time in this community, it, it quickly became that I was feeling a lot of joy to be in community and to be with you, to be with you all. And the freedom really is between the diagnosis and how I react to the diagnosis or between how life shakes us and how we react to being shaken. So I came to the idea that I was becoming not necessarily through joy, but becoming in the middle of love. This is something that I know. I know divine love. In fact, many years ago now, maybe five or six, I was being introduced to a community in Oakland, California and to speak, right? And the person introducing me introduced me as Rev and my old name. I was still uh, going by my old name and 
in that moment that they introduced me as Rev, my old name, I had a kind of a shudder go through my body. And I realized that I was becoming something else. I was becoming more myself, a deeper, more aligned, more expressive version of myself. And that my old name no longer suited me. And so I got up and I said, I am that, but I am also a champion of divine love. I am a champion of this philosophy. I am a champion of this community. And then I realized in that moment that my dad had called me champ when I was a little kid. And he called me that a lot. And in that moment, I became champion. And I continued to become champion. I become more myself in each moment. And I really love the name champion because it's not only to be extraordinarily good at something, it's also to be an advocate for something. And I be, can become and continue to become a champion. And so I, in this moment, I am finally surrendering to becoming through joy. And I'm surrendering to becoming, to becoming in the middle of love. I'm in the middle of love and I'm becoming more love. And Emmett Fox, who wrote um, the book Mental Equivalence, also wrote this great, um, this great little broadside that I have about love. He said, love is by far the most important thing of all. It's the golden gate of paradise. Pray for the understanding of love and meditate it upon it daily. It casts out fear. It is the fulfilling of the law. It covers a multitude of sins. Love is absolutely invincible. And so when I found out that I was positive for COVID, I, I realized I could beat myself up. I could spend valuable time blaming myself, wondering where I got it. Was it when I was maskless at the San Francisco airport, eating a Cobb salad with no tomatoes and very creamy blue cheese dressing? Or was it on my flight sipping bubbly water from one of those chintzy plastic cups, maskless, for a few minutes here and there while I was drinking or eating on my flight to Providence? And I realized that I was allowing my mind to go into the why and re-examine the why over and over was it was actually an act of separating me from love. It was separating me from my championness. And I was focusing on the problem and I was blaming myself for what had happened. And I knew that in that moment, I wasn't gonna begin the healing until I could really pick up that blame. I could lift it like a child and hold it to myself. And holding it close, I could transform it with love.
a divine kind of love, an unconditional love, a steady love, an everlasting love. And I could live as if life is a miracle and that it is a miracle for me to be alive. And so I reach deep into my breast pocket of faith for the hope and expectancy of becoming healthy. I loved myself. And I started to think about how I was gonna get home from upstate New York in the snow back to Oakland, California in my car so I could be the one in the room during the holidays who was willing to love the most. There are these things that we learn in our philosophy, things that become the fabric of how we move through the world that support us during these times. It's important to know what they are so that when we're in these shaken moments, we can reach for them. And as we consider who we're becoming, we consider, who am I? If I am becoming, who am I? And then we can say, I am and fill in that blank. And when you ask yourself the question, who am I? What gets filled into that blank? Uh, you may answer through your relationship. I'm a husband, a spouse, a brother. I'm recently divorced. I'm a single mother. I'm a middle child. I'm a sibling. You may answer that I am questioned through your occupation. I'm an executive director. I'm an administrative assistant. I'm a chef, a social worker, a minister. You may answer from a personality trait. I'm kind, friendly, outgoing. I am a good listener. You may answer from your mood. I'm tired, lonely, worried or I'm happy, grateful, exuberant. And underneath these layers of relationship, job title, and adjectives we use to fill in that blank, who are you? Who are we? Are we human beings having a divine experience? Or are we divine beings having a human experience? Or is it all of the above or none of the, the above? My faith tradition tells me I am a child of God. I am a divine spark. I am the divine power that flows forth from the center of my being. We've been told the story in the Bible, the I am story of Moses that Moses was walking and he saw through a bush that was on fire, yet it did not burn up. He said to himself, I'm gonna go over and see this strange sight. Why does this bush not burn? And when the Lord, when 
God saw Moses, he called to him from within the bush. And what Moses said was, here I am. And it was in that moment of connection, that oneness between the divine and Mo Moses, that witnessing of being a light, being on fire, burning from within with a divine love, a divine power, but not being burned up. And so how do we access that I am presence, that presence that takes us through to becoming? Being in this moment, unfolding the divine through us, we can really be at that crossroads of either everything is a miracle, I am holy, this experience is holy, or nothing is a miracle. And so I actively chose into life, living me, breathing me as a miracle. I let go of the why, the how, the blame, the shame. And I felt into the love. A friend of mine, I, I talked to a friend of mine and she said, you need to go into your closet. <laughs> Meaning go somewhere quiet, go and contemplate and find the quality of the divine that wants to express through you into your healing. And for me, that was love. Because love, as Fox, Emmett Fox says, love is absolutely invincible. I can shower myself in it. I can express an extraordinary tenderness toward myself. And then through that, my healing can come. My connection to others can come. And so how do we get to this space underneath the layers of our humanity, that burning from within, that divine power that we are? How do we get to and live from the I am presence? Do we add it to our list of things that we want to manifest? A free house to live in, a better relationship? I want that trip to Disneyland that you can get to a different door. I don't know if you read the story. There's a different door at Disneyland if you pay $30,000 you can get to that space behind the door. Do we add this I am presence living and embodying it? Do we add this to our list of things to manifest? I don't think so. I think we live it moment by moment, moment by moment. Each moment we're at the crossroads, each time we're shaken. 
think about the trees every year, this time of year, the trees lose their leaves. They become absolutely barren. And yet the trees aren't bereft at the loss of their leaves. They know that they will leaf again. They know that their blooms will bloom again. They know that this loss of leaves, this barrenness is part of being and part of becoming. So I know from being on the call earlier, I'm not the only one in this community who's tested positive for COVID. I know I'm not the only one who's been shaken recently by family or life challenges, by atmospheric rivers or nocturnal tornadoes about the environment. We know that we can embody love, that we are the divine power, that it can live through us, through our ideas, through our faith, through our action. When we choose a steady intention of being with the divine presence, I chose love. I chose the steady intention of being with divine love, knowing that that would bring me through to my healing, that I could be a site of transformation. So I'm gonna ask you this week to get to know what your truth is. What are the things from this philosophy that hold you while you're being shaken? What are the things that you land on that you really know about life and love and yourself? I used to say for a long time, my go-to was all things are working together for my good. And now today I am in the middle of love. I am becoming love in the middle of love. It's what I've been saying to myself since last week. I am becoming love in the middle of love. I'm surrounded by love and I am becoming love. So get yourself a phrase, get yourself a song that gets you on your feet while you're doing dishes or while you're in the shower, something that has you believing in the truth of your divinity. And get yourself in relationship with the I am. Meditate, pray, contemplate. And so as I close, I'm just gonna read an affirmation that I wrote. And I'm gonna read it from the we so that we can hold this truth together. We expect everything we do to prosper. We enthusiastically expect safe passage into our becoming. We let love flow from within us. 
into our experience and back again. We look forward to more love. We enter into a deep understanding of love and life. We recognize our union with all people, all events. We are in the middle of love. We are becoming love in the middle of love. And so it is. We're moving into the offertory. So we create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. If you were inspired by today's music and message, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we gratefully receive your gift, tithe and offering. You can donate on our website at www.csl-whiterock.com backslash donate, or is that a forward slash? Sorry, never get those right. Mail us a check or send us an e-transfer. Gifts of all sizes are incredibly helpful and your contributions make all of this possible. Thank you so much. Please join me in declaring our prosperity affirmation. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. And so it is.